band is headlining our X-Fest 2012, the Uproar Tour. Tickets going to go on sale for that, pre-sale style, in about 45 minutes or so. Check uh, the X's Facebook pages, plural. Over the next uh, 15 minutes or so, you're going to find the link and the password there. That will become active at 10 o'clock. Pre-sale is going from 10 o'clock in this morning until 10 o'clock tonight. And you do need the password to get in on it. First thousand tickets, 30 bucks. Second thousand, 35. Third thousand, 40. Everything else, 45. But you want to get those tickets early. Take advantage. Save yourself some money to go see a kick-ass show. And of course, we're lucky enough to help promote that kick-ass show with the lead singer of the band you just heard, Shinedown. His name is Brent Smith. Brent's on the phone with us. Brent, good morning, man. How are you? I'm doing well, sir. Thanks for taking the time out of your day to talk to me. Oh, good. Vice versa, man. You're the one who's busy. How are things? Everything's good, man. We just got back from Europe. We were uh, in uh, in the U.K. as well for about the, the last 11 days, but we got back two days ago, and uh, it was an amazing time. We did a bunch of festivals there. Uh, we did uh, Rock and Ring, Rock and Park, Download, and we were in Zurich, Luxembourg, Austria, and actually, you know, in 11 days, I think we played in front of 700,000 people, so uh, it's pretty amazing, and now we're back in the U.S. putting together uh, the tours for uh, the United States, so uh, busy as usual, but uh, happy to be busy. That's uh, that's amazing, man. And, you know, one of the things that we love about Shinedown uh, and about you guys is that you never rest on your laurels. And it seems to me, especially after some time we, we got to see you guys play out at Rock in the Range, it just continued to get better and better. Why, why is it that you guys can do that and a lot of bands don't? Uh, you know what? I can only speak on behalf of the band um, uh, with that um, because, quite frankly, we're we're fearless when it comes to making records and when it comes to writing songs and presenting ourselves to the world in our performances. I mean, we've never ever been uh, a band that's ever been satisfied or complacent, or uh, we're always trying to do what we've you know already done. Or I guess I should say we're we're always focused on not being desensitized to creativity and to art and we consider ourselves to be visionaries and um, you know it's it's a focus that we take very serious and we also take the the dynamic of the band is the way it is because we understand that we only have one boss it just happens to be everyone in the audience so um, that in itself is a is a main uh, focus that we're we're always very conscious of so um, you know, as a band, um, you know, going on, you know, me and Barry have been together and known each other for 13 years. You know, next year is going to be the 10th anniversary of our first album, Leave a Whisper. But, you know, we don't even look at it like we're getting older or anything. We're just getting started. You know, uh, we had a chance to sit down with Eric out at Rock on the Range, and we were talking a little bit about Amaryllis and the writing process behind that. And he told us something that I hadn't heard before and was completely amazed by, and that was, uh, you know, I don't know if it was your rule or if the band had a rule that you guys did not want to repeat the same word when writing the songs and putting this stuff together. I would love to hear your take on that, man. Well, there was a focus of the fact that Amaryllis really, in all honesty, became a concept record without being conceptual. We didn't really write that much on the last tour when we were on cycle with The Sound of Madness. The only songs that we wrote when we were touring was uh, Diamond Eyes for the Expendables and Fly Stallone, and then we did a movie um, soundtrack song uh, called Her Name is Alice for Through the Looking Glass. Other than that, we didn't write anything for what became Amarillo. So we pulled everything out of thin air. So 33 songs were written um, before the 12 were narrowed down to what became Amarillo. And I was just, I'm the main lyricist in the band, and I was just very focused on, it wasn't so much the words and couldn't, you know, you couldn't repeat certain words, um, but it was the subject matter had to change. And it got so kind of, 
um, it got so intense and very, uh, you know, we were under a microscope, but the microscope was, you know, our doing, and, and we were putting ourselves under a microscope. So, yeah, I mean, the, the thing was is that I was very focused on don't use the word light a bunch of times in the song, or don't use the word down in more than, you know what I mean? Or yeah. don't, like, there are these certain words, like these action words and what have you, that, you know, I just didn't want to repeat. Like, I didn't want to say fade away a bunch, and I didn't want to say, like, there's these things when you get into popular music, a lot of times, lyrically, you will get these stagnant, um, lyrics that have been used and rehashed over and over and over again. And don't get me wrong, it's the way that you present it and the way that you say it in a song that makes it beautiful and, and makes it charismatic and sophisticated and also very real. But the thing for us is that we're very focused on originality. So um, the lyrics to Amaryllis, we, um, we, we really wanted to make sure that we were doing something um, that was different than everybody else. And we were taking the subject matter that we were speaking on um, because we're known for talking about a lot of, you know, heavy subjects, um, it had to be conveyed uh, in the most honest way possible. You know, and that's the thing that comes off really noticeable about Amaryllis to me is that there isn't anything wasted on this album at all. There's no filler. Every song has got a dynamic and a point that you're trying to get across, and not, not everybody can do that. Yeah, I mean, I'm, honestly, I gotta be, I gotta give, you know, props to, you know, not only our management, but our record label, the Mighty Atlantic Records, because we've been there for, you know, over 10 years now, and they've always let us do one thing, um, at all times, and that's be artists, and that's be creative. Um, and they've never really put a time limit on us, you know, with albums. They've, they've allowed us to be able to do what we needed to do, and they've never been like, hurry up, hurry up, get it done. They've, they've always let us take the time that we need to, uh, to do the records the way that we want to do them. So, um, you know, I think if we were put in a situation where we had to have a record finished, you know, in three months, I don't, you know, we, we just wouldn't be able to do it. You know, we, we took the entire, all of last year in 2011 to work on Amaryllis and to write Amaryllis and to record Amaryllis. Um, and then, you know, technically, we started off touring in January of this year. We went overseas. We were in Europe and the U.K. first. Um, but we were still mastering the record. Um, uh, the record wasn't technically finished until Valentine's Day of this year because we mastered it five times. So we had to make sure that it was perfect in our eyes and in our minds and to our ears before we presented it to the world. Uh, and you know what? I think I, I, I've come to, to expect that from you guys just because of the way you guys have done each and al al album. And, and, you know, you guys expect that from yourselves. And, and so now I'm starting to expect that from you. How about transitioning to that into your new hot body? <laughs> oh, man. Uh, well, you know what? There again, um, you know, if you're going to put yourself out there and you're going to present yourself to the world, you might want to make sure that you look good. You're ripped, <laughs> man. You are ripped. Uh, you know what? I appreciate that. Thank you very much. You're actually making me blush. Um, well, that's, that didn't mean uh, to be creepy um, like that. Yeah, I, I honestly, man, I just, uh, I had gotten to a place where I was unbelievably unhealthy. Uh, last year, uh, July of last year, I weighed 222 pounds. Um, I weigh 160 now, and uh, I owe a lot of it to my girlfriend because she just, like, November of last year, she finally was like, babe, I love you. I'm not going anywhere, but this is not going to work for you. And she said something that resonated with me at that time. She said, do you realize 
you're a lot more dangerous when you're clear-headed, focused, and when you're healthy and you look good. So uh, I just went, uh, she found me this, uh, this trainer, this guy named Rich, who is totally like, you know, completely just, you know, opened my eyes to not only nutrition, but to working out and made me understand that, listen, you can work out till you're blue in the face, literally, and just exhaust yourself, but 75% of your success is going to be your diet. And, uh, you know, I just changed the way I ate and changed what I put in my body and, and focused on my workout program and stayed solid with it and lost 60 pounds. Telling you, man, shine down workout videos. Actually, you would probably not believe this, but that's actually in the works right now. Yeah. Damn! Right on! <laughs> we were like, no band just put out like a... I'm like, I can't recall any band like putting a workout DVD out. You know what I mean? Like, <laughs> And I was like, so we're actually in the midst of... Uh, of uh, putting something together right now. I love it, man. You know, the one thing that, that, that we're proud of here in Boise, obviously, is uh, jumping on the Shinedown train early. We've been with you guys since uh, the band's inception. We, we have loved watching the band grow and mature and, and basically reach every goal that you, uh, from day one when we talked to you, set out for this band. And I know you're a goal-oriented guy. Is there something that, that you're looking at in the future now where, where, where Shinedown needs to be? Is there something where, where you would like to see this band do? I mean, gosh, you've gone platinum when it's impossible for a rock band to do that. I mean, is there anything else out there that you just haven't grasped yet that you'd like to absolutely you know i mean ultimately we you know you have to break new ground in order to build a foundation so i mean for us with amaryllis being our fourth album was also the first album that we were able to simultaneously release the record in more than just the united states we actually released the record in 37 countries um and uh you know it's really an international record and it's a very universal album and we want to be able to tour um all of the world you know, um, that's a big focus with us. We're actually going to India in December um, for the very first time. Next year we're doing South America for the first time. We're also doing Asia for the first time. The first time we've ever played South America will be next year. Mexico, um, Australia, we're going back for the second time. Um, uh, there's a lot of places to play, man. So I, I would definitely say that's, you know, where we're where our head is at right now. We love the United States. We love our country. We're very proud of our country. Um, but there's a lot of places that we've not been to yet that we're looking forward to going and, uh, and playing. Well, you know, we got word that uh, that you're uh, taking care of the Uproar Festival this year. We, we just announced that as it going to be our X-Fest, and it's coming to town on September 25th. Tickets are going to go on sale this morning. We're proud as hell that we're able to uh, to have Shinedown play yet another X-Fest. This is number three for you guys, and uh, we are jacked that you're coming back, and it's going to be a whole lot of fun to see you again, man. We're very, very excited about the Uproar Tour also, man. When we, uh, when we found out that we were even going to be a part of it, we were just beside ourselves, and then finding out that we were headlining it, um, you know, we take that extremely serious um you know and this year is you know the summer is very saturated with a lot of different festivals a lot of different concerts this year and a lot of different artists and bands but this is by far the it is definitely the tour to see because it's extremely eclectic there is something for everybody on this tour with you know basically three stages um you know bands on the second stage like in this moment red light kings fozzy's on this tour then you got the main stage with adelie this way papa roach stained godsmack and and us and you know we don't we're, we're not trying to like you know make the ticket prices completely out of control there's just no sense in it it's summertime we want people to enjoy you know going to the show and experiencing it you know um but for us you know it, it was just a huge honor to even be asked and uh, believe me it's the biggest production that we've ever brought on tour um we were uh, um very focused on the schedule of what we were doing on up for and uh 
this is quite frankly the most sophisticated design that we've ever done as far as a live show and uh you know i, I gotta tell people um if you want to see the show that people will be talking about for uh, hopefully years to come it's definitely up for this year well we're looking forward to it brent and we uh appreciate you taking the time out especially just getting back into the states man and we'll see you in september i appreciate it man thanks so much for taking the time out of your day man and we'll see you soon all right brent take care buddy